This report is part three of the infamous auto expert Wrenchgate scandal of 2023. Captain's log, stardate 3141592653 frickin' four. Some YouTube commenters have pie on their face. See what I did there? when they fail to realise that hand position is absolutely critical if you use a basic tube-type torque wrench and the reason literally pivots on this pin. Because this is a mechanism. It's not just a complex ratchet, like the ratchet in your socket set with a spinny thing down here, is it? It's a mechanism. There are two pivots. There's one pivot around the fastener and there's one pivot around the pin and that means there's two torques. It's the same effort from yo hand but two different arms, two different lengths, ergo two different torques. One torque to make the mechanism inside go click and let you know that it's all over from a tightening point of view and one torque which is greater obviously because the arm is longer that actually tightens the fastener. And the wrench is blind to where you put your hand. It can only tell when to go click based on the torque applied. So torque number one, the shorter one, it doesn't care where your hand is. You screw up the scale and lock it off and that's where it's going to go click. Where this all falls down is the relationship between the length of this arm and the longer length up to the fastener. The proportionality is bang on for an accurate result when your hand is in the right place. But when you choke up on the wrench, you change the numerical proportion of the length of the small arm to the length of the slightly longer one. And that proportionality skews the torque and it means that you will over crank the fastener if your hand is choked up on the wrench. And if you put a cheetah bar on the wrench and lever it down here, you're going to undercrank the fastener and that really matters as well. And I've had numerous exchanges with people who've written to me in various contexts, in the YouTube comments feed, by email, etc. They've quoted Archimedes and Newton and given me the basics on talk. And the only problem is they're all wrong. This really matters and they refuse to get it. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to demonstrate that this is absolutely how torque wrenches work. What I've got here is what I'd like to think of as a ghetto experimental setup, right? I've got an M20 bolt here. It's nothing special. It's just a class 4.6 cheesium bolt from Bunnings and it's superfluous to requirements. So I've cranked it right up in the vise and I've cranked the vise right down. So none of this is going to move. The fastener doesn't matter and the vise doesn't matter because they're just, they only exist here now to be a rigid attachment point for the experiment. The whole point is they don't interact with the experiment at all except to give the wrench something to apply torque against. And I've got two torque wrenches. I've got a baby one here, a 3 8 50 to something to 50. I'd need actual eyesight to know what the rating is. It's 10 to 50 newton meters for the baby one and I think it's 60 to 300 for the half inch drive longer one. And I've set the longer one to 70. It's bang on, set on 70, even though that doesn't really matter in the 
context of this experiment and I've set this one to 50. So it's right at the top of its scale, but torque wrenches are fine up to 100% of the number that's always etched on them. So this is 50, that's 70. I don't care about the accuracy. What I care about is the repeatability. And I'm going to demonstrate the repeatability for you so that you know that I'm not cooking the frickin' books. And in order to measure the actual torque, I've got this little jigger here, which is basically just a torque transducer in a box. And I don't care how accurate it is either. I conscripted the god of getting shit here from China in a box as quickly as possible, uh, Amazonius Maximus. And uh, he magically delivered it here just the other day to finish off part three of Wrenchgate. So basically, we're just going to use this 1 and 3 16th socket, which is pretty good fit. I'm going to put the torque transducer in here, and I'm going to use each wrench in there. So the torque transducer has got the half-inch spigot on the bottom of it and the half-inch receiver on the top of it. So it really just operates as a middleman, if you like, for the whole sockety experience. And if I get it right, I'll actually be able to put this in the right place so that we can see it up close and personal with this camera right here. And I'm even gonna put a bit of lighting in there so that we get to see the result properly. We'll try a different setting here. Should get it sooner or later. That looks pretty good just there to me. Anyway, we're gonna use that and I'm gonna roll camera number two now and we use the high-tech miracle of clapping to synchronize them. The reason I'm not doing any clever editing with this package is so that you know that I'm not cooking the books on this result. I've set the transducer up so that what it's going to do is measure the maximum torque in each situation. Okay, and I'm going to start with the big wrench. And what you'll be able to see is I'm not going to cut to anything with this, right? We're just going to do it in one take, warts and all and I'm going to apply carefully, as smoothly and gently as I can. I'm going to apply torque at 90 degrees to the handle back this way, and you'll be able to see here on the display the actual torque that's experienced by the fastener, and I'm going to do this a few times to just ensure that we get repeatability with one's hand in the right place, okay? So here we go now. This is set to 70, that was about 73. That was about, well, let's just use the vision enhancer here. 68.8. We can do better than this for consistency's sake. That was a good one, 68.6. 69.5. 69 69.7. 69.7, 68 68.0. Okay, so that's reasonably consistent. Now what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna choke up on the handle and just perform the same experiment. The only thing that's changed is hand position. And I'm gonna crank up on the fastener. You might like to jot down what you think the result might be. Seventy-six point three. 
75.5 okay so we'll do part number three I'm going to crank up here a little bit tighter this is going to be hard to activate now so I'm just going to have to really kind of go for it a bit and see how we go 84.3 just got to relax that so that it'll go again 83.5 82.5, one more, but you get the point, right? 82.9. So just to prove that this is not just a one-off anomaly because I'm using one torque wrench and it's misbehaving in this way, therefore they're all terrible. I'm just gonna put a half to three-eighths adapter into the transducer. And then this one is set at 50, which is the maximum for this wrench. And we'll just see that we've got consistency at 50. 50.6. We'll go again. 50 50.0. 48.8. 50.1. I'd say that was reasonably consistent. And then I'm just going to choke up on it. And I'm not going to change my hand position from here. Just go for it and see what we get. Sixty-nine point one. One more, because that was quite the effort. Sixty-nine point oh. Okay, one more. Seventy point three. Now there is no doubt here that these results to me are just spectacularly in line with what torque wrench manufacturers say about the importance of grabbing the wrench in the center of the handle and in particular not choking up on it because you'll over crank the fastener this is a fact there is no book cooking here the test happened in real time you can see the entire setup in that camera shot there, like the close-up, quote-unquote, close-up shot here. And you can see it over here as well, although you can't see the display from where you're looking now. But I can't cook these books, I guess, you know. You could with a Hollywood VFX budget. You could do anything you want. You could put a fake display in there, whatever. But my credibility is on the line when I say things like this and when I do things like this and you only get to bullshit your way to zero credibility once. It's extremely hard to claw back from that. And I'd suggest that the facts are really important here. You don't get to have an opinion on whether or not torque wrenches function in this way. They do function in this way. This phenomenon pertains to every torque wrench where there's a pivot and a line of action, like a center line of action for the fastener, and these two things are not concentric, right? Not coincident. If the pivot's down here and the fastener is up there and they are separated by whatever distance, 
then it is absolutely critical to have your hand in the right place because the proportionality of this distance and this longer distance, that really matters. And it's something that the designers took into account when they designed the mechanism. Because you can set your torque wrench wherever, let's say you set it to 100 Newton meters. That's not the torque that makes the mechanism go click. That's some torque that we don't know. I mean, you could figure it out, you could measure it, it'd be bespoke to every torque wrench, but it's a different torque than the torque applied to the fastener. And the only way to get the torque at the fastener correct is if you get your hand in the right spot. Otherwise, dude, it's just, you might as well just put a spanner on it and hit it with a freaking hammer because, you know, accuracy goes out the window and why are you bothering using a torque wrench in any case? And to everybody who disagrees vehemently with me on this, like I'm not trying to convince you, I don't give a shit how you use your torque wrench. I'm just outlining how the real world works. This is a tiny little corner of reality. And if you've got a torque wrench and you don't know how to shine the light onto this corner of reality, then one day in an imperfect environment under the car with inadequate space, it might just seem prudent to grab the wrench here and go for it because it's hard to get your hand there. You might risk barking your knuckles on something, whatever. Like the world is imperfect, right? Just realize that if you do this, you will be blowing the torque on the fastener. You'll overcrank it and that's not the kind of thing that I would choose to do intentionally. If you still want to believe that I'm full of shit, then that's a matter for you. I don't care if you agree with me or not on this and I can't believe the tone of some of the comments, frankly. I thought this particular issue would just be, ah, oh, I didn't know that if you didn't know. The outpouring of borderline outrage that came through in some of the comments is just flat out gobsmacking to me. And it really is depressing in the context of ambient intelligence, right? Like some humans are really smart, but the average human, not so much.